Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them okay, eagles. Okay, we go okay, first and okay, win What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 190 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are here. Happy Saturday. I hope you're all having a good weekend because I sure am, okay? I'm pumped. Football is back. We're back. We are back. Clap it up. We're back, baby. We're back. We're all the way back. We are here. It is time. Tomorrow, we got a full slate. Of good football, a full slate, sun up to sundown. All right, it's, it kicks off at one o'clock. I'll be up early. I'll be up early. I'm, I'm, I'm revved up. I'm ready to go. I got fantasy football. I, I'm ready to go. Packers Vikings at four at four thirty. I'm I'm here, man. The Sunday ticket. I got it. I'm ready to go. I'm revved up and I'm ready to go. Okay. Um, this past Thursday night, we watched the Super Bowl champs. Against the almost AFC champs, uh, Buffalo Bills. We watched that game. We're gonna break that down. Um, talk about a couple things from that. Then we also we gotta we gotta run it. We'll run back to Lamar. His deadline came and went. No deal got done. We'll talk about that. Um, we're gonna talk about the, the storylines. We got a lot of revenge games. A couple of revenge games this week. Um, and I'm, we're gonna finish it off with the pick four. Okay, you know, you already know what time it is. I'm picking games, I'm picking winners, I'm picking losers. So let's jump right into things. So Thursday night, it's crazy. Thursday night was crazy. Okay, you had Tanache singing the, uh, what she sing? The national anthem, right? You had uh, Haley, Haley, she sang uh, Lift Every Voice. And then you had Ozzy Osbourne, uh, what's left of him at halftime. That man's 73 years old. Honestly. To be completely honest, when the Queen went and they said Ozzy was at halftime show, I was like, wait, he didn't go with her. I I, I didn't know Ozzy was still kicking, quite frankly. I didn't know. And when I saw him up on that stage, it looked like somebody was holding him up with puppet strings. With all due respect. Anyway, the pageantry was crazy. Then at the beginning of the game, before kickoff, just like the Super Bowl, you had Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Introducing the Rams. I don't I don't know why though. I don't think they deserved that intro Thursday night. I don't I don't think I don't think they felt it enough because uh they didn't play like it, man. They didn't play like it. Now going into that game, I picked the Bills to win, but I didn't think it was gonna be a smoking. I didn't think they were gonna bend the Rams over and beat them with a belt. I didn't I didn't think they was gonna get I tell you not to like they gave them one of them. Now it didn't the scoreboard didn't really, I mean, 31 to 10, it could have been worse, is all I'm trying to say. It could have been worse. And it was 10-10 at halftime. Didn't even feel 
like the Rams were tied. It didn't feel like it. It felt like, yeah, they was tied, but they were still going to lose the game. To me, at no point in that game did it feel like, yo, the Rams can get in this. And, and, and I'm like, at halftime, it didn't feel like they had enough to turn it around. It didn't. I mean, the Bills struck first, touchdown to Gabe Davis. Uh, you know, the Rams came back in the second quarter, put up some points. Nice Cooper Cup touchdown. They got a field goal. It's 10-10 at the half. But then the second half comes, no points in the second half. Bills put up 21 points in the second half. So, let's not going to give the Rams, not credit, but I'm not going to say, oh, the Super Bowl hangover. No, I'm not going to, no, not giving them that satisfaction. I want to start off with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills have the most, I know it's week one. I know it was one game, but I was. these are the things I was saying going into this season. I think that the Buffalo Bills have the most prolific offense in the league. You got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Dawson Knox, Devin Singletary, and friends in the backfield. Now, those two other uh, running backs, Zach Moss and um, what's the other kid? The rookie, they fumbled. Love that. Devin Singletary's stock went up. Love that for me. But... They have a complete offense. Then you go to the defensive side. All right, you got Von Miller. You got Edmonds. Um, who else you got on that defense? You got Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano. You got Micah Hyde, uh, Jordan Poyer, bro. And then they didn't have their entire. They were missing one, bro. <laughs> this team is complete. Offense and defense. And, and we saw staying on the defense. You saw Von Miller. He was out there already making plays. Okay. Two sacks. Four tackles. I think the, the, the defense pressured Matt Stafford like 16 times. They were in his grill the whole night. All night they were in his grill. All night. Fam. They held Cam Akers. Three carries, zero yards. I don't know if that was because Cam Akers is trash. I don't know if maybe he didn't start. But, I mean, look, Daryl Henderson, he had 13 carries for 47 yards. That's not great. But he showed flashes. But by the time they tried to run the ball, it was already too late. They couldn't. That wasn't just something they could do. Now, Cooper Cup was out there. He was he was doing his thing. That's Cooper Cup. Has anybody seen Allen Robinson? Feel bad for him. Feel bad for him. We'll get to him later. Staying in Buffalo, though. Fam, you watch Josh Allen, and I know we were amazed at the runs and everything. The, the, the passes, though. The passes, bro. He was dotting the Rams up with ease. Dotting them up. Dotting them up. I mean, just boom, 10 yards. Boom, 8 yards. Boom, 15 yards. Like, it just felt like it just looked so easy. He was so comfortable. I saw Aaron Donald one play. Didn't see him after. Great work by the Bills O-line. There was a throw he threw to uh, Stephon Diggs on the sideline when Jalen had fell down. It was just like he threw him open. It was just a perfect pass. It didn't get no more perfect than that. Then, you know, they, they schemed Gabe Davis open. And then you had this long touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs. I don't know what Jalen was looking at. Um, but he wasn't looking at the right thing. I don't know if he thought he had help over the top. I don't know what the case may be, but he got cooked. 
He got cooked. And Stefan Diggs let him know about it. He told him, watch your head. Watch your head. It's on your head top. Watch yourself. The Bills look great, man. The Bills look great. And everybody's trying to get the Rams the benefit of the doubt. They don't get benefit of the doubt from me. This isn't a just a, that wasn't a week seven game at home. You know, you know, a regular, regular season. Bro, this is opening night. You just put your Super Bowl banner up. You just won the Super Bowl in February. You just threw your banner up. And y'all come out like this? And y'all trying to tell me, oh, the Rams, the Bills are going to do this to everybody. The Rams will be, no! The Rams are supposed to be the Rams, right? They're supposed to be the, the NFC champions, the Super Bowl champions. It wasn't even a home game for them. Matt Stafford had to do a silent count because how many Bills fans were in the building. That's nasty. That's a bad look for the Rams. I could see if it was a competitive game and they lost by a field goal or a touchdown. But fam, they got beat on. They got beat on so bad that they forced four turnovers. Two fumbles, two interceptions, and they couldn't do nothing with it. Still lost by 21 points. I don't know if that tells you how good the Bills are or how bad the Rams might be this season. The best offensive lineman retired. The center's about to be out for two to four weeks, so God bless Matt Stafford. He's got elbow issues, I guess. I don't know if that had anything to do with those three picks. I tweeted this, though. I said, look, man, Matt Stafford, he's going to give you a pick or three. A pick or three, not a pick or two. A pick or three. He gave him three picks. 29 of 41, 240 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. And y'all talking about Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame where? Hall of Fame where? No way. No way. And I know we talked about Matt Stafford last season. Oh, Detroit held him back. and Wasn't really Detroit. Listen, if Matt Stafford is so good, he had Megatron and you know what I mean? If he's such a great quarterback, how come he didn't make any noise in Detroit? I, I know Detroit was a bad situation, but if he was that good, it would have been that bad. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And you would think your second season with the Rams, you would be able to pick up. I mean, you got your same weapon. Only weapon you lose. Now, you do lose Robert Woods and you lost Odell. Van Jefferson isn't back yet. But you got a guy out there in Cooper Cup who we already know, unguardable. You got Tyler Higby. Somebody named Ben... I can't even, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that, that young man's last name. Number 18 on the Rams with the long hair. He had more catches than Allen Robinson. Now, I don't know what you guys brought Allen Robinson there to do, but I don't think it was for one catch in 12 yards. I don't think so. The Rams, the Rams looked awful, man. They looked bad. They did not look like defending Super Bowl champions. They didn't. And, you know, I picked the 49ers to win the division. This year, I I think that the 49ers are going to be better than Rams, and I know it was one game, and I know it is a long season, but set the tone. They didn't set the tone very well for the rest of the season, offensively or defensively. Matt Stafford, he he's making me nervous, man. Three picks to start the season off is kind of wild. We know Cooper Cup, he's going to do his thing, but the run game was non-existent to a certain extent. 
You got Cam Akers. I know he's trying to get back, but fam, three carries for zero yards. That's not okay. That's not okay in any in any sense. Then you go defense. I don't know. Um, I don't know what was going on out there with in that secondary. I know Troy Hill did get one interception after you know he had got stiff arm straight to hell and got 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 ran on a little bit. But Jalen, man, seven catches, a whole boatload of yards, touchdowns. A perfect passer rating. I don't know if Josh Allen, you know, they, they every time they, they're going to bring it up, the GQ cover, I mean, the GQ article from years back when he called everybody trash. Everybody, we don't forget that. So we're going to bring that up. So I know Josh Allen, he remembers. He was playing like he just read it for the first time Thursday night. Like, that's how he was playing out there. But when we talk about Jalen Ramsey... And we talk about the best corners in the league. And we talk about, oh, Jalen don't get a lot of picks because they don't throw his way. and He locks everybody down, so that's why they don't even throw his way. No, 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 no. They were throwing his way on Thursday night. They've been throwing Jalen's way all 2022, if you want to be completely honest. You go back to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow wasn't scared of him. Jamal Chase, they weren't scared of Jalen Ramsey. And even deeper than that, you go back to the Bucks game. Mike Evans... Mike Evans had one on him, but he wasn't scared. Has the Jalen Ramsey mystique, is it gone? Is it gone? Because I feel like if I know I have one of the best receivers in the league in Stephon Diggs, I know what he's capable of. I don't care what your cornerback can do. I don't care what your cornerback is. If I know me and my guy are better than you, I'm going to throw it. I don't care. And that's what it looked like Thursday night. They they were not scared of Jalen, man. They were they were going at him. They were going at him. And it, it really does seem like anytime he gets burned or gives up a big play, he's like looking behind. Fam, do you not know what the call is? Like, do you not know what's going on in the in the secondary? Because why are you always looking for help? You're supposed to be the best in the world. Why are you always looking for help? Handle yours one on one. His eyes never left the backfield. He, he didn't even look at Diggs. See, I don't even know if he know knew Diggs got behind him or he did know and thought there was somebody over top. Or there was nobody there. There was nobody there. That's a problem for me. Y'all talk about and, and Aaron Donald. Maybe he should just went and retire. Two tackles, one sack. I, that's nothing to. We sleep on that. We sleep on that. I'm good. And then you got, you know, Sean McVay. He didn't look like himself. He looked like the Sean McVay that was in that Super Bowl going up against Bill Belichick. He looked confused. He looked discombobulated. He looked like he had question marks inside of his brain. Like he didn't know what the hell was going on. You know who didn't look like that? Sean McDermott didn't look like that. Leslie Frazier, they didn't look like that. They looked like, hey, we got these boys, man. We ain't we don't care. What they did in February, it ain't February no more. September is a new season. We're not worried about what they did last year. Now, I don't know, man. I, 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 know, I, I know one thing. I know two things. I know the Bills are going to be a force to be reckoned with. 
I don't know who's beating the Bills this season. Let me see. Let me go. Let me look. Let me look at their schedule. I know all the games may not look like that, but I don't know who beating the Bills, bro. Who they got next week? Uh, the Titans. Oh, that's Monday night. Oh, y'all be there for that. Now, see, I don't think Derrick Henry gonna have three carries for zero yards. So that that's different. All right, but still, it, that might be a better game. But the Dolphins, they got the Ravens in Baltimore. They got the Steelers, the Chiefs, the Packers. That might be an L on Sunday night, Week Eight against Green Bay. That might be an L. I don't know what they're gonna do. Me. The Jets, the Vikings, man, listen. These guys could easily go 15 and 2, 13, 13 and what? 14 and 3? 15 and 2, 14 and 3. Like, they have potential to be the number one seed in the AFC. Like, the playoffs could very well run through Buffalo. And I know it's one game. I know we're not supposed to be overreacting like this, but did y'all see the way they they didn't just beat the Rams, bro? They dismantled the Rams. On national TV on opening night, they just rose. They put their banner up. They had to look. They were dancing with the Lombardi on the side. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me in my thinking. But I think the Rams. I'm mean, excuse me. No, no, no. The Rams are in trouble. I'll say that already. They are in trouble. Who they play next week? I think they play the Falcons. If the Rams lose to the Falcons next week, we're gonna have some problems. Now. It's already ring the ring the alarm, ring the alarm, and I'm sorry, no disrespect to the to the Falcons, but fam, y'all lose to the Falcons next week, y'all in trouble. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. Now, over a lot of things going on Thursday night that I enjoyed, man. The game was good. I mean, we watched Josh Allen, Josh Allen literally dunked on Bobby Wagner, literally dunked on him. I mean, he was out there running people over, stiff-arming people. It took six, seven guys to take him down. All right, he's running. He ain't sliding. He's low on his shoulder. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, Chris Collinsworth was giving him all types of props. And it's just like, why is it okay? It was blowing me. It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. You know, literally. Literally. Y'all know where I'm taking it. And I wasn't the only one who noticed this. We talk about Josh Allen, his big body, his big frame. Oh, he can take all this contact. He can keep running guys over to playground football. He can do that, and he can throw. Oh, he's so dangerous. Cam Newton did that already. Cam Newton did that already. He won MVP doing it, too. He went to a Super Bowl doing it, too. He ain't won that Super Bowl, but he, Cam Newton has already done this. And I love Josh Allen. So this is not a knock to Josh Allen. I'm talking to the media right now. I am the media, but I'm talking I'm talking to the other ones, the mainstream ones. We can't praise one person and discredit another for the same style of football. We can't sit here and say, oh, Josh Allen, look at him run, look at him go. He's not even sliding. Oh. And then when Lamar is out there doing that, you can't go, oh, he can't. He needs to be a pocket passer. He needs to work on his throwing. 
Oh, he needs to slide more. Oh, why did he put on so much weight? He's going to get slower. Uh, what else they be saying about him? Oh, he's taking too many hits. Oh, running back this, running back. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? We cannot big up one person and put somebody else down. Everybody knows the mobile quarterback. Josh Allen's a mobile quarterback. He's got a big arm. That's it. But he is a mobile quarterback. Josh Allen, when it's there, he's going to take off. He He's not questioning that. Josh Allen, Lamar, is like there are guys in this league that will run. And we know, we know most black quarterbacks are mobile quarterbacks. The majority of them are. We've seen it since the beginning of time. We know this. So when black quarterbacks are running and they're taking hits, it's always a problem. I know I'm not the only one who sees this. I mean, they talk about it on TV all the time. Oh, these guys need to slide. They need to throw more. Like, they try to box them in and make it seem like what they do, their athleticism is a bad thing. But let it be Josh Allen or last year when Zach Wilson had that long run or or when Carson Wentz before he tore his ACL when Carson Wentz was doing it uh or or, or how they bigged up Big Ben all those years for taking all them hits and everything like that how 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 can we praise one and criticize the other it doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't I don't I don't think that's okay and it was really it was burning me up Thursday night because Collinsworth would not stop. I mean, now towards the end, he was he was like, "All right, that's enough." But fam, the whole game, he was just like drooling. He was probably drooling through on his microphone. Like, have you never seen a quarterback run before? Like, are you that impressed with with he's what he's doing? I know he's big, but we've already seen somebody of that size do that. Cam was doing that already. So why is it a problem when he does it or did it? And, and y'all are talking like Josh Allen's the first quarterback to ever run somebody over. Like, come on, fam. Or stiff arm somebody. And once again, I'm not talking about... I love Josh Allen. I love the way he plays the game. He shouldn't change the way he played the game. Nobody should. If running is your strength, one of your strengths, and athleticism is one of your strengths, why would you ever want to box... Anybody in. I'm not even just talking about a black quarterback, white quarterback. Why would you want to box anybody in? If they can do more than one thing, isn't that a plus? Isn't that more dangerous? If I'm game planning, I'm not thinking about Tom Brady getting out the pocket. I'm not thinking about Kirk Cousins rushing for 100 yards. I'm not thinking about that. Now, if I'm game planning for Lamar, I'm game planning for Jalen Hurts, I'm game planning for Josh Allen, I'm uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's still mobile, he's just a little old man now. Um, you know, Pat Mahomes, he's going to scoop down the field every now and then. But if I'm game planning for these guys, I know there's going to be a moving pocket. I know we're going to have to maybe have a spy. And there's a chance that any of these, at any moment these guys could break out, either rolling out and moving the pocket and moving receivers and throwing guys open with their legs. Or they're going to run. There's a certain group of guys that you have to watch out for, for. Because they can burn you with their legs as well as their arms. That's a plus. They are a dual threat quarterback. That should not be a negative. No matter, no matter who's on the center. 
I don't I don't see anybody being fearful for Josh Allen and, and his injuries. Nobody tells him to slide, man. That's all I'm saying. And nobody should tell him. I know he's gonna take hits. I feel same thing about Lamar. Like, I know as a quarterback you're supposed to slide. But you don't if you know it, you can take it. If you know the the contact ain't gonna be crazy, I know guys are gonna light you up, but hey, you if it ain't going to be catastrophic, whatever. But let these guys play the way they want to play, the way they've always been playing. Nobody should have to change their game if it's working. Oh, they're going to figure him out. When? When are they going to figure him out? When are they going to figure Josh Allen out? They still haven't figured Lamar out. Josh Allen is a freaking freak. And, and Lamar is a freak as well. They are freaks, man. They're different. Lamar is just fast. Super fast and elusive. Josh Allen is a big... It's like Derrick Henry playing quarterback. Like, that's how I look at Josh Henry, bro. He's big and he's physical. My only Now, listen. My only concern for him is that he knows he's big. And he knows he can take these hits, but those will add up in the long run. Like, we, we saw the way Big Ben went out. I don't want him to go out like that. That is my literally my only concern for him. Like, he takes... Josh Allen probably takes more hits than any other mobile quarterback because of his size. Like, and he's not that elusive. Like, he's not out there juking people. He's running through people. He's stiff-arming people. It's a different style. If anything, Josh Allen's style of mobile being a mobile quarterback is the most dangerous. I feel like he's more in danger than a Lamar or than a Jalen Hurts or, or uh, Justin Field. I feel like he's in more danger. He puts his body in danger. Like, he plays the way Carson Wentz thinks he can play. Carson Wentz can't play like Josh Allen. Not anymore. He's not built for that anymore. But Josh Allen cares about his life. We know Carson Wentz doesn't give a damn about his life. Carson Wentz will go out there and die. He won't care. As long as he wins the game, he will not. He he does not care. I think Josh Allen is a little more concerned about his well being than Carson Wentz. That's that's all I'm saying. But no, it, it's just like I just can't. I can't allow that to be like. It's just not okay. We can't. We can't do that, man. We can't do that to the mobile quarterbacks, especially the black quarterbacks. We can't. We cannot do that. No way. No way. No way. If you're going to praise one, you got to praise them all. If you're going to criticize one, you got to criticize them all. It's got to be fair game. Um, it's just like, man, you can't act like this is the first time you've seen somebody do this. But it's not. It's literally not, man. This has been going on for a long time now. And it's very entertaining. Like, bro, Josh Allen, the things he, were, he was doing out there was crazy, though. Like, fam, that stiff arm was wild. But dunking on Bobby Wagner to score a touchdown, like literally, like yammed on him, fam. That that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I loved every minute of it. Loved every minute of it. And um, I just I just had to address that though, because I just feel like a lot of people, because Cam Newton was trending after the game. For a good reason. I mean, people were tweeting highlights of Cam and things he were doing. They were also tweeting, you know, the backlash that he faced for doing those things. So, I felt like, yeah, we should talk about that. 
But that's all, man. That's all I have for that. Now, speaking of mobile quarterbacks, speaking of Lamar Jackson, the Lamar Jackson deadline has come and it has gone. Uh, let me find the uh, statement from the Ravens, the desk of the Ravens and Eric DaCosta. Let me let me pull that up. Read that to you guys. <clears throat> Here we go. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? All right, statement from general manager Eric DaCosta. Despite best efforts on both sides, we were unable to reach a contract extension with Lamar Jackson. We greatly appreciate how he has handled this process, and we are excited about our team with Lamar leading the way. We will continue to work towards a long-term, long-term contract after the season. But for now, we are looking forward to the, a successful 2022 campaign. couple different things here. couple different things okay one number one the Ravens after this contract have a couple years of control they can franchise tag Lamar I believe for the next three years if I'm Lamar I'm not playing on a franchise tag. That's not happening. We saw what happened with Dak. Now, Dak had one of the most gruesome injuries ever. He played on tag, still got paid. It's not going to... I don't think it goes like that here in Baltimore. I don't think it would go that way. So, I don't want that for him. I'm not playing on a franchise tag. I watched Kirk Cousins make a lot of money on a franchise tag in Washington. I saw that. Is Lamar Jackson Kirk Cousins? No. So we shouldn't be seeing that here in Baltimore. Shouldn't be seeing it. I think about Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams said, I'm not playing on a franchise tag. Get me out of here. If you are... One of the best at what you do. You shouldn't be playing paycheck to paycheck in a sense. Because that's what a franchise tag is to me. Year to year. It's paycheck to paycheck. No, I want to be locked in. I want there to be no doubt in my mind that y'all have faith in me and what I can do for this team. The organization should be behind me 100%, whether it's finances or whatever. If I'm Lamar, I don't feel that from the Ravens right now. Because right now, what you're telling me is, I'm only worth a tag, you're it. Don't like that. And if I'm him, especially if he does what I feel like he's going to do, which is light this league up this season, ain't no way y'all coming back to me next season, next offseason with a franchise tag. No, thank you. Number two, the Ravens are stupid. The Ravens front office, they, they are, they're fumbling this entire situation. They're dumb for a few reasons. The, the, the biggest reason is, y'all know the wire. Y'all know, y'all know the, the, the phrase I'm about to say. Oh, yeah, the price of the brick went up. That's exactly what Lamar is going to say. Literally, word for word probably. He's probably going to go into Eric DeCosta's office and tell him. He's going to go into Steve Bashotti's office and tell him. He's going to go into John Harbaugh's office and tell him, 
the price of the brick went up. If Lamar Jackson burns the league down, the Ravens win north, they go to playoffs, whatever the case may be, whatever their ceiling is, whatever they do this year, the price of the brick is going to go up. So the price that you could have gotten him at now is going to go up, especially because Justin Herbert's going to be up for a deal, and Joe Burrow, they're going to also be up for a deal. They're both going to be up for deals. And you think that the Bengals aren't going to pay Joe Burrow? You think the Chargers aren't going to extend? They're going to extend them immediately. They're not going to let that go. That's not going to go further the next season. Are you crazy? Y'all had ample opportunities to make this deal happen. Even before the Deshaun Watson thing. Because that's not even, I didn't even get to that part. Last season, last offseason, before the season started, when Josh Allen's deal got done, that's when y'all should have went on and said, all right, let's get this deal done now. Because since then, we've seen the Deshaun Watson debacle happen. Um, Russell Wilson got paid. Kyler Murray got paid. Big money. Big guaranteed money. Now, that is going to go up. So now, not only... Are y'all about to be paying more? Y'all gonna be kicking yourselves in the tail because you're doing so. That's not all right on y'all, but I know y'all got it. I, it ain't coming out of my pocket. And if I'm Lamar, hey, that's fine with me. I'm betting on myself. I'm rolling dice. I'm betting on myself. That's fine because at the end of the day, I'm gonna win. It's gonna be a win for me. Y'all losing. It's a lose-lose. The, the Ravens don't win in this situation at all. The only... Great thing they can say is, okay, we got our quarterback, but at what cost when it eventually happens, if it does happen? Next thing, the Deshaun Watson situation. You cannot look me in my face. I don't care how bad the Browns are ran, but I don't care. No, that situation is not unique. It's not an outlier. It's not an anomaly. It's not. If you If you tell me that somebody who has not played football in almost two years, who also had 25 civil suits against him, facing a suspension. And he ended up getting suspended seven, 11 games. If you, if you can look me in my face and tell me that that's okay to give somebody $250 million guaranteed, but you can't give $250, you can't give guaranteed money, that type of guaranteed money to somebody who's better than that quarterback, somebody who's won a unanimous MVP. And oh, by the way, he's not a sexual predator. Like, how is that more risky than giving a sexual predator $250 million guaranteed? It's not. You can't convince me it is. You can't do that. You won't. You won't. You won't win that argument with me. You won't. You will not. You won't. I'm not rolling. Not at all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy Lamar is standing his ground with his moms. I know moms aren't the, 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 the greatest. Um, uh, I know NBA moms and NFL moms. Aren't the greatest of light right now because of what's going on with Luca and his mom. Luca taking his own mom in the court. We that's a goddamn shame, dude. That's a, mm, that's a damn shame. But understand, I see, understand, I said this in the group message. I see why child stars when they know they get into that bag like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my money. They don't get to touch this. All right, I'm making this money. I'm the one who was in Home Alone one and two. I was in the good son. Y'all, y'all wasn't y'all. Y'all ain't had them roles. I built this brick by brick. I get it. I do. 
So you can't sit here and tell me that, oh, it's because he doesn't have a real agent and he's trying to make the deal himself. Nah, no. Nah. And I was glad Richard Sherman, he was on uh, Rich Eisen's show. He was like, when, when, when that is said by GMs and the media, that's just cowardice. That's just to make the, the GMs feel better. No, because at the end of the day, I think the GMs feel not stupid, but I think they feel like they know the business more than the players, and that's not the case anymore. That's why these guys are making all of this money, because they know the business now. And at the end of the day, that is what the NFL is. It is a business. And Lamar Jackson and his mom, they are businessmen and women, right? They know what the, their number is. They know what they want their number to be met at. And if the Ravens can't do that, I'm so sure there are many teams that could and will. Think about what's going on in 2023. Uh, after the season's over, Brady might be done. You're telling me Lamar wouldn't go to Tampa? You think you think the Bucks wouldn't sell out for Lamar? Who knows what's going to happen in New York? Jets or Giants. You think either of them wouldn't want Lamar? Go back to Florida. You got Miami. Packers won a Super Bowl this year. Aaron Rodgers might ride off into the sunset. Now Lamar's a Packer. Like anything, anything is possible. All right? Anything's possible. I'm just saying that Lamar knows his worth. I don't know if the Ravens know Lamar's worth. I don't know if they appreciate or value what they have in Lamar I'm not sure I just know that you don't let your franchise quarterback start his going to his final year without an extension man I just don't think that's okay to do I don't think you do that I think that's bad business and it's a bad look because you got a guy here who loves the team loves the city loves the organization I think you know, he continues to keep saying, oh, yeah, you know, the Twitter stuff, I was just trolling, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now there's truth in every joke, Lamar, okay? There is. You're not fooling me, buddy. You're not fooling me. All right, I know you may have liked those tweets of you in a Miami uniform on purpose, but I don't know, dog. I I, I really feel like I, I don't know Lamar. You know, I don't know what he's thinking. I can't read his brain. Can't read his mind, but I, to me, I know he feels a little slighted. And I know that he may be making plans for other places. Who knows, man? I just, I just think it's crazy that the deal just couldn't get done. This is wild to me, man. It's really wild to me. Definitely. Definitely is wild. Um... Let me think. Let me think. Um. All right. Let's pick some games, and I'm going to get you guys out of here. All right. Let's do that. Definitely going to pick some games. The pick four, the first pick four of the season, week one, pick four. Got a lot of NFL re- re- revenge games, too, man. I don't know. If, you know they do this on purpose. I mean, look, you got Baker versus the Browns. You got... uh. What else we got going on? Flacco versus the Ravens for the first time. Uh, you got um, 
clown ass Darius Smith versus the Packers. He he ain't gonna do nothing. By the way, he, he ain't gonna do nothing. Then Monday night you got Russell going to Seattle for the first time. That's crazy. It's crazy. Now let's let's get into the picks. I'm gonna pick four games. I'm gonna pick four winners. Uh, what's the game? Let's start off with a division game: the Raiders at the Chargers. Now I know J.C. Jackson isn't playing, but you guys know I picked the Chargers to win this division and to start off. Um, oh, that's a 425 game. That comes on the same time as the Packers game. I'm going to have that one on the ticket loaded up for sure. Um, this is the first time we'll see Derek Carr and Devontae Adams in action at the NFL level. Real game. Um, this is the game is going to be played in L.A. Excuse me, in Inglewood. Uh, the Chargers open it up. They saw what happened to the Rams Thursday night. I don't, I don't think they want that to happen to them. Um, who do you guys think the the city like LA likes more? Like, who do you think they gravitate? I know the Rams are the flashier, sexier team. Like the celebrities gravitate to the Rams, like the Lakers. Like, like I mean, celebrities be at Clipper games, but it's the Lakers, right? But I don't know. I feel like because the younger fans. The Chargers have always been the Cali team. And like mid like since the 2000s the Rams were in St. Louis. So when the Rams came back to LA, I don't think that feeling really got restored even with them going to the Super Bowl in 2018 and winning one last season. To me, I think that the Chargers are more loved in LA. I don't know, I could be wrong. But I don't know. We don't hear too much about the Chargers having to do silent counts at their home games. I don't know. I don't know. But as far as this game goes, I think that um, the Raiders have their work cut out for them. Their O-line has their work cut out for them um, going up against Bosa and Mack. I think the Raiders are going to have to try to – Josh Jacobs is going to have to get moving, man. He, he's going to have to show off and show up to keep his spot. Um, but I also think that – we got to see what the passing game can do. We got to see how Josh McDaniels is going to come out in his first game, right? Um, I think that there's a lot of question marks, more question marks and answers on the Raiders side of things. I think the Chargers are already more the established team. Uh, I'm picking the Chargers to win this game. I got, I like the Chargers over the Raiders. Uh, let's go to another game. Uh, let's go to the NFC. Any NFC good NFC football going on? It's a lot of division games. Alright, Sunday night. We got the Bucks and the Cowboys. Now we started this they did this last year, Thursday night though, and it was it ended up being a good game. I don't think it's gonna be that good of a game this time. The Cowboys, they have problems with their offensive line. Uh, Michael Gallup is injured. I think a lot of people forgot they lost Amari Cooper. Uh, these are things that I was not thinking about when I drafted Dak Prescott, but that's why I picked up Jameis Winston. Can't believe I just said that out loud. But I mean, listen, the Bucks they also have injuries on their offense and def- defensive line as well. So, I mean, I'm not saying that offsets. I'm just saying that the Bucks, I feel like, yeah, man. I, I, listen, it's still Tom Brady. It's still Mike Evans. You know what I mean? It's still Leonard Fournette. I feel like the Bucks are coming into this game with a little more firepower. I know Brady's pissed off. He's got a lot going on in his personal life that's, that's playing out into the public. So, I think I'm rolling with the Bucks on this game. I don't. I, I don't have faith in Dakota and them, man. 
I mean, I'm excited to see what Zeke and Pollard do, though. I know they're supposed to be splitting carries and, and everything, so excited to see about that. Uh, the Ravens and the Jets, man. Now, listen, listen, listen. Listen. I know I picked the Ravens to win the division. I'm also going to pick them to win this game. But I feel like Joe Flacco might have a day, man. Flacco might have a day, bro. I don't know. I, 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 yeah. He might have a day, man. Flacco might have a day. He might, he might go out there and drop numbers on the Ravens. I don't know. I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. Okay. It's a possibility. Okay. It is a possibility. We could, we, we could be seeing that. Okay. We could be seeing that. We'll see though. We'll see. Uh, so I, I am picking the Ravens to beat the Jets though. Uh, last game on the pick four. Hmm. All right, I'll, I'll do it. Packers Vikings. A lot of people are big on the Vikings coming into the season. Um, I, I don't, I don't not respect the Vikings. I do respect what they do, and I know it's always a fight when we play them, um, especially Week One. Now I don't know if Alan Lazard is playing. I don't know if Elton Jenkins is playing. I don't know if David Bakhtiari. I don't know if they're all playing Sunday tomorrow. I mean, that does have an effect on them but i mean I, i'm more so looking to see what this packers defense does and this is a good test out the gate against justin jefferson and adam thielen and uh dalvin cook so i would like to see what this packers defense does out the gate um i'd like to see what kirk cousins does this year you got a new offensive coordinator and everything like that so let's see what the vikings can do but you already know who i'm rolling with man i'm rolling with the cheese man the big g you already know what time it is don't play with the boy so for the pick four i'm rolling with the, the packers over the vikings the bucks over the cowboys ravens over the jets and i'm picking the uh who was the last one man who was the last one? Oh, the Chargers over the raiders yeah a lot of good football um this weekend though man a lot of good football the one o'clock slate you got a damn hell of division games Bro, you see the Lions have had, they have their first sold out game in like three or four years. That's crazy, man. Shout out to Hard Knocks. Gassing them people up thinking the Lions going to be good this year. God bless. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Listen, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll be back. I'll talk to you guys again on Tuesday. All right. Uh, I'm about to go play 2K. Okay, that's what I'm about to get into. All right, so y'all have fun. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all weekend, man. Football tomorrow. Cannot wait. I'll be on Twitter acting a fool. You already know. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, shout out to Stadium TV. Make sure you guys like, retweet, repost, all that good stuff. And listen, and for the 190th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.